Alright, this week is, is Parshas Vayeshev. Parshas Vayeshev, and the way the calendar falls out, is, is always ready, either before Hanukkah, or once in a while, it's the Shabbos, first Shabbos of Hanukkah as well. Uh, so what's, is there a connection between Parshas Vayeshev and Hanukkah? Just the way the calendar falls out. Uh, additionally, the Gemara says in, in Shabbos, on the Gemara about Hanukkah, brings two members in a row. One of them is that Ner Chanukah Shehedlika Lamaila Mesrim Amos Psula. Ner Chanukah, if you light it higher than 20 Amos, it's Psula. It's too high. Rashi says, it's Lashalta Ba'ena, you can't, the eyes don't, don't see it. And the next member is the same, the same people, is that the Pasuk says in this week's parsha. That when the brothers sold Esav and as the brothers sold, I'm sorry, Yosef, and they threw him into the bar, it says Vahabor Rake, the pit was empty, ain't by Mayim. I had no water in it. So the Gemara is Medayak, Mayim ain't by when the Chashim by Krabim Yeshba. There was no water, but there were snakes and scorpions. So it was a very dangerous pit. So you could say, first of all, what's, so what's the smichas? What's the why are those two things? written right at one after the other in the Gemara, is there a connection between the two? The obvious connection is that it was the same people who said them, so that's why they're listed one after the other, but the Darshanim taken license to connect the two, um, so what's the connection? Um, additionally, in this week's Parsha, after the story of the Mechiras Yosef, the brothers sell Yosef, and then it says, and Yosef goes down to Mitzrayim, <coughs> and, uh, but in the, in the middle, Sukkim tell us how the story of Yehuda and Tamar, that Yehuda's children married a, a, a woman, Tamar, and, and, and they, they did certain Averis, and the two children died, and there's a concept of, of Yibam, of brothers marrying a brother's wife, and there's no children, and in the meantime, he didn't want his, the third son to marry Tamar, because he thought they, they would, she, he would also die, and after a while, Tamar realizes that's what's happening, so she tries to, she wants to have children from Yehuda, and she disguises herself as a as a as a zaina, and and Yehuda and her get together and they have children. And in the meantime, but the story says in the, in the medrash, the medrash says that after Mechir says if Yaakov was was the mourning, was Misakai, uh and and uh, Yosef was in mourning. He was having, having a terrible position. He was sent down to Mitzrayim. The brothers were sad. Yehuda was and Yehuda was sad. And Yehuda goes and. And what was HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing? HaKadosh Baruch Hu was being Isaac Uberish al-Mashiach. He was creating the light of Mashiach. Because we know that out of this, the union of Yehud and Tamar came Parat Zerach, and from there came the Shalshal HaSadot and Mashiach. So, is it, so what's, what does it mean? What's, how does that what does it fit into the whole story? What does that mean? How does that fit in? And one last question is the end of the parish we know that after Yosef was brought after the story with, with the Eishas Patifera, Yosef ends up in jail. And how does he get out of jail? Because the Sarah Mashkim and Sarah Ephim have dreams and they ask him to interpret the dreams for them. And the Sarah Mashkim is going to get out. Sarah Ephim is going to get killed. And if, and and and. Uh, Yosef says to Saramashkin, when you get out, just remember me, please. And he got, he got punished to say another two years. Why, why was he punished? Why was that considered a chesaron in his betachan and kanshbarku that he asked for that? Okay, so now, so let's, let's talk a little bit. What is, first of all, what does it mean to be Eirei Mashiach? We find a Mashiach, we know that the Gemara tells us that Mashiach would be born on Tisha B'Av, 
why, and and um, we find Mashiach comes out of the story of Maislach of Tamar and Yehuda, also a story of of Rus and Bayaz, different types of stories, which seem to be clouded with a little bit of, of negativity. So 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 why is that? So so in Hasidic Shesvarim it says anything like because um, the Sitra Achra, they you know the, the forces of bad. We don't want them to impact the great event of Mashiach coming, so we have to disclose, has to, Hashem wants to disguise it in, in sort of these things that they'll stay away. But a, a more simple way you could say it is that, like, we, like we'll, we'll use the medrash of this expression. It says, Mashiach. It's the light of Mashiach. It means the light of Mashiach. What does it mean? It's a light. What does it mean? What do you call a, a light? It's, it's not, it's something, it's a, it's a concept of Mashiach being created. But, but the light of Mashiach means that it's like a spark. And it starts to grow and grow until actually Mashiach comes. A light, if, how, if it's really dark, you could see a light even if it's very small. So at this, at every time we talk about the creation of Mashiach, it's a dark time. It's, it's Tisha B'Av. It's all these stories which are shrouded in certain darkness because we're creating a spark from Mashiach. So we want it to be obvious. Light has to know for light to be considered light. And it has to be dark. It has to, it has to impact something. The Gemara says, Sharga Batiara Mehanilef, you have a light in a very bright room, but it's irrelevant. So in, the, in darkness, light shines out. So, so we, we, it was such a dark time for everyone, all Kali Yisrael at this time, Yaakov, all the, all the Shvatim. So now is a great time to be Bayer Arish Moshech because it can come out because it's so dark that spark can, can shine. So that, that's at, at this point in time. So we asked, we asked also these questions on, on, on Yosef. We said, what, what's, what's the, first we asked, what's the smichas of the members in the Gemara of, of, um, of, you know, let's talk about Hanukkah first. So what's Hanukkah? Hanukkah is, the mitzvah of Hanukkah celebrates, we, we like the menorah on Hanukkah. Why? Because of the nace of the menorah. That we, there, was a, there were many nisim by Hanukkah. There was the Muhammad. The Rambam says it was Chazor Malchus Yisrael. We got back, uh, we, we didn't have a melech during the times, times of the Bayashani until after the nace of Hanukkah. And it was a, in the war, but we, we liked the menorah. We liked the menorah at, at, at that's the only mitzvah, sorry, unique to Hanukkah, is the mitzvah of the menorah. And we know there are Taryag mitzvahs der Reis, 613 mitzvahs der Reis, and there are seven mitzvahs der Abonon. The last of the mitzvahs der Abonon, not the Xeris and Takaris, the last of the mitzvahs is Ner Hanukkah. That's the last one. That means, and, and, and it says that, they make that, that that puts the number up to 620, which if you, the numeric comes out to Kesar, which is a cramp. Right? So, so why? Because after the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah, Chazal felt that we had we had all the mitzvahs we need to get through until 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 the end of time, right? Why is that? Why why does Ner Hanukkah give us that ability? Because Ner Hanukkah shows us again, like we said, Ner Hanukkah is a mitzvah of the menorah we light at night. We light the menorah at night because think about it a second. The gallus of of, of Yavam was a strange gallus. We had the base of Mikdash. We were in Eretz Yisrael. It was a strange gallus. We were there. But the gula was also strange because we got out, but the misyavna was still there. They were still fighting afterwards. The malchus that we had, you know, quickly, even though it was around for a while, but it became the Hashmanayim kings and ended up becoming morphing into Hordas and his and his descendants. And it wasn't didn't really often didn't look like a Jewish malchus. It was a strange, strange sort of thing. But the answer is that even we like we said, the mitzvah of Hanukkah is supposed to be enough to carry us through. So in darkness, a little bit of light shines out. So even the mitzvah in our Hanukkah, even the geula, which was a great geula of Mitzrayim, but it was, it was more than, I'm sorry, a great geula of Hanukkah, of Yom, from Yavan. But it was more than just the geula for that time. It was a geula that was going to give us the tools to survive t- t- until the end. So even, even the geula happened 
in a time of darkness. Because the word over here is that this light, as small as it is, should continue to shine regardless. That's that's the point of, of Nachanukah, that even a geula, which is strange like that, it should should give us, should shine and remind us, just like Mashiach, that light, even when it's very dark. So Nachanukah, even when things are dark, the Nachanukah will shine. That 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 shows for us. So we and we ask the question, why is it? Is that point clear? Made sense? Okay, fine. Uh, the, 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 we asked, what's the smichas in the parasha? We remember of Leishalta, of the light, near Hanukkah, the Mayan Machaf Amat's psula, it's too high because you can't see it, to Yosef being thrown into the bar. Because what, what was happening there? Yosef was now going into Gaulus. He was the first Jewish person going into Gaulus uh, after the Kali Yisrael reform. And he was, this was his first step, first stop in Gaulus, was in this pit. He was thrown here, and from there he was taken to the Shmelem. And what happened when he was thrown into the pit? He was thrown into the pit, and it was a dangerous pit. It was a bar rake, aimed by mine. But there were poisonous snakes, poisonous scorpions, and nothing happened to him. So it was, a, it was the beginning of this terribly, terribly dark time. But there was a little bit of light. Why? Because he saw that he should have been killed. He should have been the snakes, the scorpions, but they didn't touch him. Nothing happened to him. So he, he should have seen a little bit of light, and he did see he saw a little bit of light and recognized that Ashkadosh Baruch Hu was with him and he was going to make it. That's, that's, the, Nechashim, that's the connection to the member right before it of Nechanukah, Shadlik Lamal Meser Amos, Psula, because you can't see it. It was too high. Because Nechanukah, the word is, it's dark and you're supposed to see it. If you can't see the light, it's Psula. So the same idea is that the Nechanukah shows us that even in the darkness, there's light. Even in the darkness, the Gula will come. So too Yosef saw. And when he was thrown into the bar, even though it was very dark, the gula was going to be there. And again, as dark as it is, it takes less light to shine. And they ask, finally, that's, that's why we know that the story of Yehuda would also be in, in the smichs of this precious. Because again, that's, you see, when it's very dark, even when, it's, even when, the, when, it's, when it seems so, so, so bad, the gula will come. And we asked the question, finally we asked, why is it that Yosef got punished? And Medrash says that it was a chesaron and betachan for him to ask the Sarah Hamashkim to remember him and mention him to Parah. Uh, so the answer is because we said Yosef already saw that when a Baruch Hu threw him into the bar, when he was thrown into the bar, Kadosh Baruch Hu protected him, and then and Chashmakram didn't hurt him, and that was a sign for him that even in the darkest of times, there's still light there from a Baruch Hu will be with him. So over here, when the Sarah Eifim and Sarah Mashkim came to him and they started asking him to be placed to the Chalaymos. And in fact, you should just know that the Medrash says that in, the chala, in these rumors in these Chalimus is the, is the all the Gaulas. See, so it was already, he should could have seen it. He should have seen it already right away. This, he should have seen it right away. This is the Kaddish Baruch who's sending him, sending him the way out. The light is here. Already, he, didn't have, he, shouldn't, he shouldn't have felt even that need, someone on, on, on Yosef's level, shouldn't have even felt the need. He should have been so clear to him that, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu was coming to, be, to take him out of his problems and he's on the, and he's on the way and he's on the way to, to redemption. That, that, that potentially, that could be an explanation of why, of why it was something considered uh, an, uh, something which he did wrong. But either way, so we see, what's the, what's the connection between Hanukkah and Vayeshev? Because in Vayeshev, we see that as dark as it gets, uh, if you look, you can still see a little bit of light, even as small as it is, but that little bit, that small light, if you focus on it, you see that small light can grow and grow and grow and, 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 and become a full-fledged Geula. So every, even at, and, and that would be the connection between Hanukkah and Vayeshev. But every person in their own life has times of darkness. But if you look, if you look carefully, even, even, in, even in periods of great darkness, and precisely in periods of great darkness, 
small things can shine out and, and brightly and, and be, and, and be a, a proof for you that that geula will come. That, that's a uh, chizek. That, uh,